I'm going to have to look that up. Aloha, everyone. Brian here. Day three in quarantine in the Sydney Central Business District. A very rainy, cool day in Sydney. Not that really matters to us much. <laughs> it's mostly viewed through the window, although we do have a small balcony and went out there a few times. One, to get some fresh air and two, just to kind of watch as we had some bouts of torrential rain. And it's a bit strange also because if I didn't mention on the previous casts, uh, Sydney, I guess broadly New South Wales is in a bit of a, uh, technically they were in a, a two week lockdown, which we haven't checked the news today, but I think is going to get extended. It might've been expiring today or tomorrow. So since we've been here, the city has been fairly empty. Um, of course it's Saturday, so it may not necessarily have been as busy as a working day, but still it's, it's strange and, and different from the last time we were here because I, I know that I felt it a little bit more that when you're in a quarantine situation and you look outside and it looks like the city is carrying on without you, you maybe feel it a little bit more, but right now uh, in, it's, it's not necessarily, I don't want to say it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you, when you look outside and you don't see many people or things going on, you do not feel like you're missing out on anything. Um, so what else has been going on? I got some, some good call-ins, so thank you guys for those of you that have called in you know, with some kind words and some questions or thoughts which I'm going to get to. If I don't put them at the end of this episode, I'll do it on one of the next casts. Maybe just put some call-ins uh, for things going on. Um, didn't get any gaming today, at least not yet. It's late afternoon. And I had to do some work this morning with uh, the, the job, which is not a bad thing. And being a little bit time shifted, at least this week, um, needed to use the morning to catch up on that. And typical quarantine fashion, spent the afternoon doing some Netflix binging. <laughs> and I think, I think we're all feeling uh, tired today, but I guess it's difficult to explain. It's probably, it's the, the first couple of days, just like with any long, you know, flight trip, you're just physically tired and a little bit sleep deprived, whereas today... It's maybe more of a, maybe a low, low energy day, kind of tired. Probably doesn't make any sense, but anyway. Um, so, plans for the next week, uh, other than kind of what's been going on work-wise. Um, I was wrestling earlier today with thinking about um, just the, the 5e D&D campaign that my son and I have going on that we haven't been back to in a while, but that's on our list. Um, the, the one thing that he has gotten really into in the last few months is the Nintendo Switch and some of the games, particularly Zelda. And then he just picked up Hades, which I read some really good things about, and he was pretty big into Greek mythology, so he's taken to that. Um, at one point when there's a break, I have to wrestle it away and, 
and check out the game. But the, the biggest thing that I've been wrestling about, and I mentioned earlier, is I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of tighten up the, the, the Tomb of Annihilation or pseudo-Tomb of Annihilation uh, adventure that we started uh, to, to cleanly end it and transition to something else. Mostly because, as I said before, I'm not sure that the finish of that adventure is really what either of us was looking for. It's a bit different than perhaps if we had a bigger group. So I'm trying to modify it in a way, and I've been looking back through the last couple of, of sections, and so no spoilers, but my, my current goal is to see how I can tidy it up enough and then basically hook him and the characters into you know, either another adventure or something to follow on um, for which I've got lots of material. Um, namely a, oh God, a stack now, um, although with me only the stack of PDFs. <laughs> the rest are in a box headed, uh, headed over to us. But a stack of 5th edition fantasy uh, PDF adventures from Goodman Games which uh, the first few that I, that I read, and this is actually following on my son and I got to run in one, one of the Cyclops cons. Um, they're they're pretty, pretty neat. So I think that's my goal is to try to get him transitioned to one of those, at least as the next step. So that's where we stand right now on the, on the 5e uh, evolution. Um, so not too bad. And I've been trying to dig into the 5e fantasy modules I picked up to pick out one few in mind and then I can offer some thoughts on it. <laughs> uh, part of my problem is even in quarantine, leaving the reading of some of the game material until late at the night when my eyelids are falling and especially right now being all on PDF and on the iPad, it, it's not horrible but it's starting to lull me to sleep. <laughs> so uh, I need to read it a little bit earlier in the day. Uh, and that's all right. But yeah, there are plenty of adventures that I have and lots of great content. And I guess that's a bit of a side note, maybe exploring later on, is I, I am starting to feel, at least within myself, my views and perspectives on, on 5e as a, as a system and I guess as a, I know it's not necessarily a world, but as, a, as an environment, I'd say. And when I mean environment, what I mean is the 5e at large environment of genres, adventures, creations. So everything that is being produced sort of in addition to the Watsi content. You know, obviously you've got 5e and all the Watsi modules, but there is a wealth of content being produced. Not a surprise since it's by far the biggest brand. And what I'm finding is that I am more and more attracted to the independent creators and their content. You know, Goodman Games is just one example, but I think some of the recent Kickstarter adventures that I backed, there was a Goodman Games, uh, Crypt of the Devil Witch, but I backed the Venture Maidens 5e setting um, and a couple of others just because they sound like that they will be really incredible worlds and adventures to play with, even, even though they use 5e. And I'm starting to feel that shift. I don't know if it's in the community but my view of kind of what Watsi is doing with their own, their brand and the 5e products and how they're marketing it and the rest of the community that's doing things compatible with 5e and the open gaming license. And I'm, I guess my, my thoughts are that 
there are plenty of people who, who may not like 5e or may not choose to run it. And a lot of that is probably because there are plenty of other games. And once you're in a certain amount of systems, it's hard to switch. Um, but some of the other, at least issues that I've heard discuss, are more problems with 5e on the Watsi end and how they are promoting, producing material, running things. Um, in some ways, the fact that they, uh, uh, you know, have their their property tightly controlled and understandably it's a big brand and a corporate property, but most of the other 5e content creators, I mean, do things that I think push the boundaries a little bit. So um, getting getting interested in that, and I guess it for me, it makes me a little bit more motivated to stay with, with 5e for that reason. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So when I was talking with reading, the other thing I'll leave you with is I've been reading uh, a good book. It's actually the second in the series, The Poppy War. And this, uh, I read the first book, God, probably last year. They've been out for uh, a few years. But I read the last book. I think I got it, um, got it through my library, EPUB, uh, while kind of in lockdown. And then I'm reading the second, the second book now, and there's a third that's either out or due out soon. So anyway, the Poppy War series by R.F. Quang. Uh, it is pretty good. It, it's grimdark. Um, it's set in a fantastical world that's very reminiscent of, of China and really examines the, the, the wars that they go through are, are evocative and, and, and you know, have loosely based on or at least inspired by um, the Sino-Japanese War. So if, if you like fantasy and have been looking at something with a little bit different flavor, and, and what I mean by that is you know, non-Western, non the, not the typical genre, uh, check this out. Um, the main character, uh, Rin, is excellent and has a lot of you know, conflicting storylines. So I am in the second book, Dragon Republic, and actually because of the, the way the first book ends, the second half is unbelievable, all the twists and turns and events. And I had to go back and uh, check out the first book and kind of reread the last few chapters just to make sure I caught everything. So I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but yeah, the Poppy War series, if you're looking for something, is, is, pretty, uh, is pretty good in keeping my interest. And uh, I'll look, I think the third one is out. I'll check on, on, uh, on the webs and, and see. So that would be my recommendation. Okay, I'm going to include some of the calls because I've been getting a lot in, and then I've got some more that I'll probably put on uh, a future day, um, especially as a bit of a, as a teaser. I'll play at the end uh, a question from Che, uh, which... I will uh, then give some thoughts on in the next episode and maybe some <laughs> strategies if you find yourself in a similar situation. Okay, until next time, uh, hope everyone's staying safe and enjoying their uh, activities, enjoying their games. Cheers. Hey, Brian. Good luck. I hope the flight went well. It's a long, long flight. I've never done it, but I can imagine. I've flown to Japan, and that was long enough. Anyway, dude. Yeah, quarantine. You said this will be your third one, so 
good luck. Just grind through, and I hope you do put out a podcast every day. It'll be like your own little mini RPG day, and that'll be awesome. Thanks for the heads up on the Evelyn Monroe blog. I'm not going to try and say the name, (laughs) because I do not speak French. Anyway, man, hope the trip went well, the travel over there, and I will talk to you again soon. Take it easy. Peace out. Hey, Brian, Jason here. Glad you guys made it down there safe. I know you'll get through the quarantine safe. Interesting to hear how they're doing it with, you know, guards and all. Uh, Although I guess you have to do that. But all in all, it sounds like you're in pretty good hands. So other games, Jules and NZ is awesome. I've played with her before. I I still need to get in one of her games. But, yeah, Jules is pretty awesome. I highly recommend that podcast. Another gamer down that way is Michael Reston of Gorzu Games. He's done Star Dogs and some other games. I, I've talked to him before, interviewed him before on my podcast. Um, and, and he's down there somewhere. I don't remember if he's Australia or New Zealand. He might be Australia. But, um, yeah, you might be able to look him up, and he might be able to hook you up with some, some other local gamers as well. Reasons to break out of quarantine in a game. Well, of course, the typical one, the obvious one, is to go save a loved one. So we think of Shaun of the Dead. Or we think of, you know, a ton of movies where somebody has to break out to save a loved one. You you know, they they had to break out to see that loved one and and help them out. You know, and in some degree, this is used in everything from Ant-Man to... Well, I was going to say, oh, brother, where art thou? But they only, you know, they eventually have to get over there because the flood's coming and he needs the ring. But initially they don't, I guess. But, but still, regardless, you, you got you, you know what I'm, where I'm going with this. So they have to save the loved one for whatever reason, so they need to break out of this quarantine to, to save the loved one is the, you know, the boring, easy one. But that one's easy to build into to any setting, any genre. Speaking of settings and genres... You know, Daniel Norton has talked about how he thinks DCC is ideal for one player, one GM. I don't know if you've tried that with your son, but maybe adapt some of those things over. And as you know, as much as you love DCC and the modules, you know, if your son hasn't just sat there and read through all the modules, you, maybe you could do that and and adjust that. I'm sure if you reach out to Daniel for any hints on how he's doing that, he'll talk. To, he, he'd be happy to talk to you about it. But he talks about doing that, and he um. He has a YouTube video, like four games other than D&D, where he talks about DCC and talks about how he uses it for one-on-one games. I think it's ideal for one-on-one games. I, I wouldn't have thought that, but but apparently it works really well for him. Hey, Brian. Spencer here. Glad to hear things are going smoothly. And uh, you sound all prepared for the quarantine there. Sound like you're in a good place. I was thinking about what you were saying about Twitter. And, uh, well, personally, I use Twitter and I don't have a lot of trouble with it. I understand why people don't go anywhere near it. But, um, you know, I post my stuff up. I follow people that I like and engage with things that interest me. And I don't seem to 
have much problem avoiding the outrage and the uh, you know the negativity um i guess it's much like the whole internet in a lot of ways you know if you know what you're looking for it's a great resource but if you're just sort of trawling through it doom scrolling i think is the term uh then you're gonna come unstuck Hey Brian, glad to hear you're over in Oz and um, yeah, thanks for doing the quarantine stuff. This is the first one today and it was great. Just wanted to ask the dark side of being in quarantine. I remember when I was first married, my wife and I lived in a sort of small studios flat and I'm, my question is this, how do you deal with the pressure cooker when moods run dark? Do you go and hide in the closet like I used to or do you have a different strategy? Um, it sounds like you might have enough rooms to separate yourselves a little bit during the day if that's needed but I'm, I'm curious how do you deal with the times when you need to be on your own game on man